loving family were the ones who love you so. Be a shoulder to cry on when you're in need. They'll never leave you alone, no. When your friends bring you down and they drag you through the dirt, and when nobody's around, they'll carry you through the hurt. Just remember that family
If you give a little more than you take And if you try to fix more than you break If you're the kind who takes the time to help a stranger in the rain There's a place for people like you If you stand up for those down on their knees And lend a voice to those who cannot speak If you shine a little light Give sight to the ones who've lost their way There's a place for people like you I've heard up there the streets are made of gold And when you get there, there's a hand to hold I believe when your days down here are through There's a place up there for people like you If you walk around with your heart on your sleeve And if you're trying to be the change you want to see If you lay down your life for love so someone could be saved There's a place for people like you Streets are made of gold And when you get there There's a hand to hold I believe When your days down here are through There's a place Out there For people like you like you good morning good morning and good morning it's another new month what a beautiful day sunny bright and lovely 
We are pleased and blessed to come your way again with Farm Life this morning. My name is Michael, Michael Mensah. And it's been said that sometimes it's easy to take the good things that have been given to us for granted. And sometimes we go through a whole lot of congruence to just deal with the nuances that come our way. This morning, we want to look at a very interesting conversation again. But before then, I want to give a big shout out to my big sister. I have two big sisters. The second one. Yesterday was her birthday, Justine. We call her Nana, Auntie Nana, Anna. Big shout out to you. May God continue to bless you and favor you. And may you continue to fulfill all the good things and plans he has for you. From the whole Ashlemensa family and the whole squad, you know them. You are loved greatly and greatly. And also a big shout out to, yesterday was the overseer of Harvest. Chapel International and KNUST. Uh, Jojo is someone mentions birthday as well. Big shout out to you, Jojo, to keep us shining, keep us doing the great things that God has called you to. And also a big shout out to Becky Annan, whose birthday was on Friday. And my good old friend, Vigo Dodo, who is currently in the US. Big shout outs to you, Vigo, as well. On the 29th was your birthday. So we love all of you. Greatly, greatly, greatly. And so, yes, let's come down to today. Convenience. What does that mean to you? What does that word sound to you? Today, we want to look at convenience in the family. From the little nothings to the big somethings. So you can share with us how and what and when convenience has mattered to you. You know, in families made up of people, we have our intentions we have our expectations, and then we have the outcomes. So how is it playing out for you? You can join us with your thoughts and your queries and your contributions and comments on 0549-986-996. Again, 0549-986-996. I'm going to begin with one of the puppets in the house this morning. Good morning, Papa Sly. Good morning, Papa Miki. Right, and how are you, my brother? I'm strong and alive. We thank God for the blessings of life. And we're in a new month. We're actually in the second half of the year. Yes. That's a blessing. You know, it's been said that it's easy to take the granted for granted. <laughs> <laughs> I never so heard that expression. And then you take it for that's from my own big brother and good friend Borax. He said, right. It's easy to take the granted for granted. For granted. When what has been given to us, we take it for nothing. Try to buy it and not value it. Yeah. And it's, it's the the opposite of that is you don't value something until you lose it. Yes. So now you have been given something precious. It may not be all the hundred percent or one fifty things you want. But it's still good enough. Yes. And you tend sometimes to take it for granted. So please tell me. So that's the voice of Mr. Sobasa Segbaya, a public health practitioner and pharmacist, among other things. And you know, a strong father of six. I draw inspiration from him. <laughs> I don't know whether you're going to catch up one of these days. No, no, no. This one day, Charlie. <laughs> I thought, why people asking that? When are the girls coming? See, when the boys married, they'll bring the girls. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the girls will be coming in soon to yes, right. other channels. Yes, to other channels, and that's still good enough. Absolutely. You know? yeah. <laughs> so when you hear the word convenience and convenience in the family, what bell does it ring? Is convenience necessary? Is convenience crucial? Is there a limit? 
what comes to your mind when you hear convenience? Thanks, Mickey. So, convenience is thing that we all love in the sense that you can proceed to do something without any difficulty or challenge. Is the way we all wish things were in every aspect of your life. If you can do things at your own convenience, at the time that suits you, at the place that works for you, it's just fine. It's very much like loving to be in our comfort zone. So, and that's what it is. Naturally, we all love our comfort zone. But comfort zones do not get us to where we ought to be all the time. In fact, most of the time they will not. So, life presents to us different options. Um, You can choose to be in your comfort zone. But you can also choose to challenge yourself. And the reality is that there are times that you have the option of choosing There are other times that you don't have the luxury of choice. You're compelled to go beyond your comfort zone and your convenience. So, um, I mean, just yesterday I was having a conversation with a young man um, who uh, we're talking about career, profession and everything. And then also we 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 got talking about family and he was like, oh, he's now getting married. He's achieved a lot. I mean, he's a 35-year-old guy. Achieved a lot for himself in these very um, early years of his life. And so I was like, oh, I guess you're married. And he was like, no, I'm getting married this year. Then I went like, okay, so... That's going to be a complete change in your life because mm-hmm. until this point, you get up and do whatever you want, whenever you want it, and um, it's fine. You don't need anybody's permission. You don't need any um, kind of contract or agreement to proceed. Once you get married, the element of doing things all by yourself changes significantly. So that's a completely new learning zone for you. And you need to begin to psych yourself up for, for it. Because actually we were talking about career and he, he was looking at um, things he wanted to do in the next couple of years, etc. Mm-hmm. Now, that's what it is for marriage. Once you are in a family, I mean, you're married to somebody, you have children, um. You cannot go partying all night like you probably did before you got married. You cannot even stay at work until um, 11 p.m. like you normally do. You need, I mean, if you have to do things that are not routine in the, for the family, obviously th- those uh, conversations may have to be had and some compromises struck, etc. So... For us as human beings, we must always remember that in the family, um, everybody's role counts, everybody's contribution counts, and everybody's feelings and expectations also count. So if I have to do something, it shouldn't just be something that's convenient for me and I don't think about how much it inconveniences the other members of the house. So, I mean, we, 
we had a situation where way back this was way back on campus you know people did whatever they wanted and i had a floor mate who loved loud music <laughs> so sometimes you're back from lectures you are too exhausted and you just want a very peaceful quiet place to lie down and sleep you get to the floor and music is booming at maximum volume and most people were like well i mean this is the university everybody has the liberty to do whatever they wanted and i was like well i mean your liberty must end somewhere so one day i walked up to his door just knocked and politely told him that can you please drop the volume on your sound system a bit and um, because it's a bit too loud and somehow i think nobody had ever walked up to him to tell him and um, i mean of course i wasn't rude or nasty or anything but i just told him that uh, it would be great if he could keep it at a much lower volume and he did mm. you know yes. and sometimes it's just because people do things just because they don't even think of the fact that it's inconveniencing other people so typically for individuals who have lived all by themselves, lived their life, control them, everything they do up to the point they get married, they walk into the marriage thinking that must continue, you know, and um, that can cause a lot of trouble in the marriage, in the relationship. And even when the children come up and they are growing, I mean, you've got to factor everybody's um agenda mm. into the planning for the family you know um you can't spend money for school fees on vacation mm. or on a big party mm. and then after that go say well i mean we don't have money go tell your headmaster that we'll pay when when the next when the money comes mm. in it's it's inconvenient for the members of the family it's it puts you in an awkward position um, of if there are things that must be done of necessity you've got to plan for them so the way to avoid inconveniencing everybody within the family is to have a joint planning arrangement you know which a lot of us don't like doing sometimes but if we look at how we can all sit together okay what's even let's look at the day what's your plan for the day where will you be going what do you intend doing and then you you then agree on movements and all mm -hmm. um i remember there being those one time i got home usually would each carry a key to the house and everything you know but there was a day we just didn't communicate so i get home and i'm like oh i was expecting that my wife would be home mm -hmm. she had gone out to do groceries or something okay. and i was stuck behind the gate <laughs> <laughs> And I was quite not happy. <laughs> so I called her. I was like, well, you should have told me you had A and B planned mm -hmm. and all of that, you know. So it's always good to think about the other party so that um, the necessary arrangements are put in place to make sure um, you don't place people in a very awkward situation. And here we're talking about members of the family, you know. So, Mo, let me just leave at that for now those are just my initial thoughts all right that damn kisha <laughs> <laughs> and then you come to the lady on the block and then i come to the other brother on the block right okay so good morning marie so the voice you're about to hear is the voice of mrs marusaki 
a counselor, entrepreneur, wife, mother, and other things. How are you today, my dear sister? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. I like good your, morning to all the listeners. I like your breath. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Yes, so Sarah yeah. so has given us a whole wrap down from that perspective of what convenience can mean to the family. Which angle would you like to take it from us all? Yes, um, looking at convenience, I, I'm looking at it from the um, the view that convenience makes things easier, mm-hmm. and it's more on the the things that we do, maybe the service that we render, something that makes your task easier and more efficient. Okay. So we can have a convenient. A device or a convenient um, substance or um, some kind of convenience like a convenience of a car. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, I think it used to be, but now it's almost becoming normal to have a car. But those days that we were riding on horseback saying, Uh, (laughs) 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 pulling carts and all that (laughs) car was convenient you know it it still is actually because if you don't have a car um yesterday i didn't have a car and i was going somewhere with my friend and usually she we we use we usually do that together so she'll come home and come and pick me and then we'll go because we say we are carpooling we are trying to save on and yesterday, not necessarily on fuel as such, but we're trying to be wise and safe. Wise and yes, yes, because it's not all the time that you have to use so many cars and yeah. and all that. So we've been doing it. But yesterday, both of us didn't have cars, and um, she had to walk from her house because I was not ready. She had to walk from her house last week. What we did, I I I took the taxi or whatever and picked her at her house and went. But yesterday, because I was not ready, she said, okay, then I'll take the time to stroll to your house mm. and then we'll pick the car. And um, when we went to stand by the roadside and we're trying to get the car, it wasn't coming fast. And in my mind, I'm like, if, if I, I, if <laughs> yeah, I had car, my car, I just, by this, I'll be gone. <laughs> yeah. Now I have to stand here yeah. and and be, you know, stopping and all that kind mm. of thing. And um, the Uber and whatever apps, those things, I don't have it on my phone because I'm always driving. Mm. So once in a while, if I have to use it, I let my children do it. They have it on their phone. I, I feel it to just occupy space on my phone. So I have this, mommy, download that thing. I said, no, <laughs> when I need it, wherever that they are, I have to call them and say, order Uber for me, you know. But the convenience of having your own thing makes life easy. Because that time, I would even walk down to the roadside, stand there all that time. For me, as a business person, is money. Okay. Uh-huh. It's a time is money everywhere. Mm. It's money depending on what you're doing. Okay. So whatever gadget or whatever um device or whatever thing that you are using is supposed to save you some time that can be put into something else which would in effect in, in, in the bigger picture make your life effective to be able to do more. That is why we get convenient things, you know. So um um let's say uh, as a woman, I remember many years ago when I was doing my national service, um, after tertiary national service, I went all the way, those days, I went to Sohi also. Oh, wow. 
and um, <laughs> mm-hmm. there was one of the teachers who had also come from Kivas, a lot of national service personnel, and we had come from different different places. He had come from Kivas, but he he had stayed on. I think when he finished his national service, uh, some woman caught his attention and had stayed on and had a family. And I remember he had gotten himself into farming and all that. And um, he said, oh, he, he's not going to buy a blender. His daughter, he had a daughter then, a little girl. His daughter has to learn how to use the grinding stone and all that and all that. As a woman, you should be able to do this. And she, he never saw it in the future that blender was going to be a thing that everybody would be using. Mm-hmm. And he was looking at all this traditional way of doing things and that the daughter must learn how to do those things and blah, blah. And, and I, was, I was like, oh, but it's okay also to have Blender because it makes certain things easier yeah. and all that, you know. But those days, Blender was seen as something that is a- exotic, something that mm. is not you know, for everybody okay. and all that kind of thing. It was not a traditional thing. People who are living a certain kind of life. Mm. And that's how when you talk about convenience, people are always thinking it's like you should have a certain kind of life to look at convenience. But convenience can happen to anybody and any kind of family at whatever level. Mm-hmm. We have different, different, different kinds of... Um, so after many years, I was thinking back and I said, this guy really wasted the daughter's time. Mm-hmm. Because now, who who doesn't use Blender? We use it for everything. People will tell you, oh, Blender, when you use it to cook, it's not nice. But still, that's what we use, mm. you know. Way back then, convenience of house health and all that. You can think about so many things that those days you think that you don't call them house health, but we had house helps. They are for convenience. Mm. So anything that makes your work easier and faster. Yeah. You are the office and um, now we have computers. So you can key in your things in your spreadsheets and then it will do all the additions for you. It will do all the multiplications for you. It will summarize your issues for you. Unlike those days that... Can you imagine those who who are doing statistics or who used to do statistics? I don't know how they did it without machines. Slide Be- rule. <laughs> yes, slide rule. Exactly, uh, yes, exactly. Slide rule. rule. <laughs> and then the log table. Yes. Yeah. It, it will be so laborious. You, you're the scientist. <laughs> yes, it's, it will be so laborious. So um, convenience, basically, like I'm saying, it's something that eases work for us and makes us efficient. It's supposed to make us efficient. Where we can plug in, um, somebody else can come in or a device can do it to make it easier for us. Or even if we can do it, maybe we can't do it too well. So you can employ some convenient thing to make life easy and get a task done faster because efficiency has to do with time. Mm-hmm. You know, to be efficient, it has to be with time. Doing it well in a short time, that is efficiency. So if you can do it in a 100 years um, vis-a-vis um somebody else doing it in a shorter time you'll not be efficient okay. so that is the re- reason why some organization will do better than others because they are employing their resources efficiently or conveniently which is giving them that um efficient uh output or whatever so whenever uh, like again as as a business person i also say again that whenever i'm doing any business I always think about time to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Time is of essence when you're talking about convenience and efficiency. Okay. Because if you put in so much time, time is money. Once again, time is money everywhere when it comes to that. 
You have so, a slang in your face at the same time as mine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So if I can use a shorter time to accomplish something mm. and make that same amount compared to using a longer time to do the same process, mm. it's not profitable. Tra- profitable. Okay. So in my mind, if I'm thinking profitability, I'm always thinking about time. How mm. long will it take for me to accomplish this? Mm. How long? That is the reason why when you do so, when I do some artwork or handwork, mm. it might be more expensive than some machine thing. Okay. And those who understand that kind of difference and variation, they know, they pay for it because yeah. they know that the time that goes into it is calculated. Mm-hmm. So we are calculating profit. You have to calculate times, time, times, whatever times, times and divided by something to be able to make your profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So now today, uh, maybe I'm talking more <laughs> business, but that is the convenience. Okay. So um, you see that in organizations, they are using a lot of labor. They are using a lot of machinery mm. and all that. It's just for convenience so that they can make more. Mm. Because convenience always brings you more. It's supposed to bring you more. Even if it is not more money or something, it's bringing you more time for you to be able to relax. You are employing that convenience to be able to have time for yourself to distress. So that you don't find yourself running around all over the place and wearing yourself out and dying before your time. So, um, convenience is good for me. I, I think that convenience is good and um, it makes life happen. It makes life enjoyable. As long as it's, and, and I'll call convenience, it's, it's relative though, but I'll call it a resource. You know, it's, it, it, when you have the convenience, it's a resource for you because you can use it against something else. Okay. Yes. So that's what I'll say for now. All right. Today my German has come. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Now let me turn to the last. Gentleman on the block. So I've done gentleman lady, you know, come to the gentleman. So the voice you're about to hear is the voice of Dr. Imanda Hobson, CEO of Center for Peace and Reconciliation. He's a lecturer in ADR, the Ghana School of Law, among other things. So also a husband, a father, and he's a good man. Doc, good morning. Good morning, how are you? I'm fine. Now, the slide started for us from the perspective of behavior, how our actions, our plans, and the things we do in the family impacts others, either positively or negatively. And you brought out the elements of planning together and thinking about other members, their intentions, their expectations, and their well-being. Marie took us through the element of efficiency, ease, and time. And the dynamics that go with it with appliances and tools and persons and personnel just to be able to be efficient and to be able to maximize your time and she dwelled on the element of profitability as well for whatever you do saving the time and making the best out of it because you have certain things that make it possible what angle would you also want to come from okay um first of all to want to think of what is convenient and what is inconvenient, the person must first of all have the purpose. Mm -hmm. What the person wants, what the person needs, and what the person wants to work towards. So when it comes to marriage and we're talking about the convenient, it is more of what somebody can do or have or achieve without much difficulty. Then the question is, what is that thing 
that the person wants to achieve? What is that thing that the person wants to have? What is that thing that the person wants to work towards? But to find ways of doing it to be more efficient and more beneficial. What is that one thing? That is what brings us to want to first of all clarify or identify what the purpose of that relationship is. Mm. What is that desire? What is that wish? What is that plan? What is that focus? What is it that makes somebody want to get into marriage? Most often you realize that many people have just limited reasons why they want to get married. Mm. Some may get married because somebody is asking them to do that. Okay. If that is the reason why the person is getting into marriage, then the convenience or the inconvenience mm. must be defined by that purpose. Okay. Somebody is getting married because he just wants to have children. If that is the reason, then what is convenient and what is not convenient must be defined by that. So the main reason and way by which we can define the convenience and the inconvenience in marriage is why the individual gets into marriage. Mm. And we all know that many people are getting into marriage these days because of some convenience. Okay. That they think about. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You haven't said anything. You're making me laugh. <laughs> Is that Some, something has tickled you? <laughs> yes. Some people get into marriage. There's something called marriage of convenience. Oh. <laughs> because of that's convenience. a whole new dimension. That's right. <laughs> because of convenience, and now it has shifted from the purpose of joint benefit to individual benefit. So it is more my convenient against your convenient. So in effect, it starts with struggle and fight intrapersonally before interpersonal ones even begin to come. Because if I'm getting into a relationship and my main objective and purpose is for my convenience, then I'm only going to look for the convenience that I can get Mm. from the other person. And the other person is also looking for the convenience of getting married to the other, to me. So then it is convenient against convenient. Mm. (laughs) So the issue of sacrifice, commitment, is not something that they are looking at anymore. So, if we talk about convenience, then certainly it can be both beneficial and setting oneself up for inconveniences. Because then your expectation in the marriage or the relationship is likely to be faced with disappointments. Okay. Now, when we look at relationship by itself, if we take even the acronym of relationship, the first R mm. start with readjustment. Okay. In every relationship, you cannot be on your point of want to satisfy just yourself. 
without wanting to make room for the other person to fit into your life and call it relationship. Okay, okay. It starts with readjustment. Because without the adjustment, there is no way other one, other person can get into your life or you fit into somebody's life. So the convenience of just being you mm-hmm. and have what you have mm-hmm. take away the need to adjust oneself. If the person does not understand the reason why they need one another. Then the second thing they need to understand is you cannot find your convenience or even look for what to make you con- make the relationship convenient to you if you don't have the ability to engage. Okay. Because your relationship is defined by the engagement, which is the E in the relationship, engagement. If I am going to engage you just based on my convenience, then certainly the engagement itself will have a problem. It will be more like a bargaining kind of relationship. It's like we have gone to the market, (coughs) I am selling A, you are selling B, and we have to bargain Mm -hmm. as to what may be convenient to me to know that I've made a profit, then I'll be able to let go of my goods. That's another thing that needed to be looked at when we are looking at convenience in marriage. Then the next thing is the L, which has to do with learning. In every relationship, we must be ready to learn. But most of the time when we are working towards our convenience, we have entrenched positions because it is more like an interest-based negotiation. You can see some people say that, take me for who I am. Mm. Take me for who I am. It's a legal principle. But, but, but she take you for who you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> take me for who I am. Take it or leave it. That's right. <laughs> take your victim as you find him. Exactly so. So the question is, how can you take such entrenched position and be ready to learn. So you will not be able to learn. Then, when it comes to the A, we are talking about acceptance. So we have seen readjustment, engaging, learning, and then the A is acceptance. There is no way you can accept somebody who has an entrenched position just to have his convenience. Because you are also looking for your convenience. So you only accept the other based on when the person fits in your convenience. So acceptance will be very difficult in the choice of having things that makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Then the O has to do with you have to be open in relationship you have to be open but when it is all about convenience there is something we call in conflict resolution vlatna vlatna which is 
the worst alternative to negotiated agreement. Walatna W L A T N A Walatna, which means the worst alternative to negotiated agreement. And then we have what we call Batna, which is the best alternative to negotiated agreement. So both Batna or both Batna and Walatna, you need to keep your side of bargain until you see the other person come out with their bargain. Mm. Then you can come out with yours. So when the relationship is then inconvenient, mm. then we are on the ground of bargaining. Mm. So certainly, Batna and Walatna will be what we will be uh, keeping. Okay. Why? Because I want to see what this person will do so that I can mirror him okay. or her. Okay. So the relationship becomes like want to implement though we will say the law of reciprocity. Mm. However, it goes against ourselves when we want to keep entrenched positions and just want to mirror one another. Okay. But when convenience becomes the only reason why we get into the relationship, mm. then mirroring becomes the game. And while people will interpret the biblical context of men, love your wife. Mm. Wife, submit to your husband. Mm. So it is now being looked at as if, if you love me, I'll submit to you. Okay. If you submit to me, mm. I will love you. Okay. So it becomes more of a bargaining system. Mm. So convenience in marriage, when that becomes the style, yeah. then certainly it's going to be damaging to the relationship. Mm. Two, convenient is how to do something to make it more profitable. Mm. This is the downside of it okay. that people will not look at okay. when they just want to look at the convenient. Okay. So openness may not be there. Then the end has to do with being non-judgmental in the relationship. You might be non-judgmental. But unfortunately, when it is about just interest or um, convenience, because we have expectation of one another, we are judging our well-being in the relationship based on how we are getting our interest being met by the other person. So the relationship now gets stuck because we are only looking at faults of how my interest is not being met, how is the person feeding into my joy, my happiness. In other words, the other person must make me feel happy. Okay. He must meet my needs mm. or she must meet my need. So the way of being each other's helper yeah. becomes much more of a problem. Okay. Now, the next thing I want to look at is there's what we call the West alternative to negotiated or most likely alternative to negotiated agreement which mm. is malatna which mm. is the last one I'm okay. to malatna means most likely mm. alternative to negotiated agreement mm. so in the bargaining system of relationship 
you get to a point when you realize that looking at the way things are going this is certainly going to be the outcome mm -hmm. there is nothing i can do about it so it makes it very difficult when you are just judgmental about each other to not look forward to your most likely alternative to negotiated agreement because I am judging you, you are judging me. What, where does judgment go to? It goes to court and settlement must happen. Mm -hmm. And that is what makes people end up in the court with divorce. Some people may not even go to the court for divorce, but the divorce has already happened mm. so many years even before they get to court. Mm. A miserable judge sitting somewhere just signing a paper, piece of paper, and they all will say, he is the one that has pronounced the divorce <laughs> and has given certificate on it. Unfortunately, before the people get to the court, the divorce has already oh, yeah. happened so, long ago. So what you are saying is that people's expectation or intentions of convenience when mm -hmm. they come into the family space mm -hmm or to a large extent determine the degree to which there's harmony, compatibility, exactly and functionality so. within the U.S. Exactly so. Okay. So right. to conclude, the S has to do with selflessness mm. in relationship. There must be selflessness. But the question is, how can you be selfless when it is only about your convenience? Like Slide has already mentioned, somebody is playing a loud music. To him, is convenient to him. Yes. But for Sly to tell him that, oh, this is disturbing other people, yes. the person must be selfless yeah. to be able to think about other people, okay. and which is something that relationship mm -hmm. needs. Mm -hmm. But in this, selflessness will beca becomes a little bit of a problem. Mm -hmm. Then the H has to do with helpful Relationship must be helpful to each other. Help me become better, and I help you become better. Okay. In other words, the only measure of rela any relationship that people must look at is how the relationship is making the people in the relationship become better people. If the relationship is making the people become worse, of a person yes. or of themselves, yes. then the relationship is not the best. Mm. So defining the relationship must be based on how is the relationship making both of us better. Okay. Then the I have to do with improve. In relationship, we must improve. We must improve. Because the essential essence of life has to do with your interest, how it benefits you, mm. how it makes room for you to progress, mm. how it makes others progress, okay. and how it helps society. Okay. That is the essential rules. So certainly, the relationship must help you improve. Okay. Then the last one, which is the P, is partnership. It is when you can improve, then your partnership 
is now an interesting one. Okay. So in relationship itself, we must be ready to readjust, engage, learn, accept, train, intimate, be open, non-judgmental, selfless, helpful, improve partners. All then right. you are in good relationship. All right. Thank you. So, the intimate part, I yes. didn't speak much about it, but it is more about the, the relationship, both emotionally, mm -hmm. psychologically, mentally, and all round, making the two of you fit into each other's weaknesses and strength to make yourselves better people. Awesome. So if you're just joining us, that was the voice of Dr. Emmanuel Hobson. We are looking at convenience in the family today. And we said we are looking at the whole gamut. So Sly started us off looking at the element of behavior and actions and how it impacts on your, the spouse and the other members of the family. Marie took us to the element of efficiency, time, and then using resources, whether appliances, whether other people, to get things done quickly so that you get the full benefit of it with a line of efficiency. Now, doctor is taking us to the dimension of relationships and how the intra-person, that is what the person thinks or comes into the relationship, the marriage with, or into the family with, or the presence of mind that they carry, has the tendency to either undermine or enhance the relationship. And he's giving us an acronym for relationship and the Arab being the willingness to readjust and then to engage for the E, to learn for the L, to accept each other for the A, to train each other and to be the best you can for the T, to be intimate for the I, to be open, we can hold secrets and not disclosure. And then to be non-judgmental because when we come in with a judgmental position, then always thinking of how we are expressing or our needs are being met or how convenient things are for us. That can uh, impact the relationship in the family. And then S for selflessness and H for being helpful, I for improving yourself because if you say that the biggest room in the world is a room for improvement. And then the P for partnership. You are in as a spouse, you are in a partnership relationship. As a family with your children, you are in a partnership relationship because you are all seeking the well-being or you are supposed to seek the well-being of each other. Wonderful. Now let me come to slide. You came in from the element of the behavior, which is a very important thing. What makes people sometimes so skewed towards their well-being? And they are, so, so for instance, so a wife may choose, I don't want to cook, so let me outsource. And I get somebody at home to come and cook, or I would get somebody, these days there are people who do that, contract cooks. They cook for you for the week <laughs> or for the month. And then you go and pick and bring. So, is it a matter of so for maybe a, a wife says my schedule is hectic, or so I'm getting two scenarios where the schedule is hectic, or where the other person just wants to have her peace of mind and to rest. She doesn't see why she should go to work and come and still have to cook. So she says that no family, I'm going to source the cooking. Maybe I don't have the person to cook at home, but uh, I would bring in the person. I'll bring in the person not to cook at home, but I'll get someone to, to prepare it and I, I take. At what point is it is convenience helpful 
At that point, is it over ache, aching? Then another dimension I want to bring is somebody to say, okay, uh, me, I'll cook all the food. For the next three months, my schedule is going to be hectic. <laughs> so I'll cook the food for you and, pack in the and put in the freezer. So you eat half half year or <laughs> half year food. Is, is that is, I mean, do we have to draw the line or anything is come is okay? Once one party says this is how I feel, this is what will make me feel rested or this is convenient for me. I'm, I'm, I see you smiling. So when slide <laughs> when slide is done, I'll come to you. And doctor is going around whispering to people with tears. <laughs> Only, only they know. Yeah, they, I don't know why they are planning a coup against you. <laughs> so, so I want to start with you. All right, Ricky, uh, thanks. So, uh, I mean, the cooking example you've mm, given mm, probably has triggered a lot of stuff. Mm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> cooking, I mean, I mean, and that's a good example because it's one of the things that must happen in the home. Yes. Uh, I have a boss who says her husband does the cooking. So um, the cooking could be both ways. It could be, there are some men who just love cooking and they do probably better cooking than the women. In the home, they have agreed that the men will do the cooking. I know that culturally and traditionally in our setting, the reverse is more true. Mm. Most of the time, the cooking is done by women. Now, to the point, um, one, our world has changed and it has changed a lot. So, if you are an urban dweller, um, life circumstances push you to put in place some plans and strategies mm-hmm. to survive mm-hmm. and to to be efficient. Um, so, for a family where both spouses are working, mm-hmm. um, doing cooking maybe twice a day and all of that may just not work, especially when they move out of the house every day to work and come back home in the evening. You know, so if if the woman has a husband who says, mm. or to it, I love my fufu every day and you must pound it, don't use any machine, that would be trouble. <laughs> you know, um, Again, I mean, there are people who who go like, I only eat freshly cooked meals. Mm -hmm. That again is trouble. So, I mean, especially for a a family that has both partners working. Mm -hmm. So the element of negotiation, and I love the way Doc put it, all the different scenarios of um, alternatives to negotiated agreements. Mm -hmm. Negotiation must come in. um, One, given the choice um the whoever does the cooking would probably also love freshly cooked food every day okay. if the person is a lover of cooking okay. because there are some people who don't love cooking if you marry a woman who doesn't love cooking mm-hmm. she must tell you up front well ahead of time that mm-hmm. one of the things we'll be doing will be eating out or sourcing our cooking front, 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 loaded, eh? front loaded yeah no that information must come up fast but so sometimes it is hidden Till later, well, I mean, during the relationship, you must talk about it Mm. so that you you get frank and candid opinions and come to again a negotiated compromise well ahead of time. Don't spring surprises on each other Mm. after you get into the marriage. So, yes, oh, sorry, if if some things are important to you, Mm. make sure you discuss them during the relationship stage so that you are very clear in your mind what you are you're signing up for. Because if food and hot food every day 
freshly cooked is a priority to me, I must know whether my partner is ready for that or whether I should be ready to do it myself and whether that works for both of us. What, 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 what if she said, oh, I'll manage it. And now she says, my workload and stuff does not allow me to. And like Doc said, his convenience is that he wants to eat where, uh, fresh, fresh, fresh freshly food, cooked fresh food, food, food every day. Yeah, well, I mean, there are changing scenes of life. Mm. I'll manage it may have been the absolute truth at the point, at mm. the time she was telling you. Mm. But after two babies come back to back one year after the other, mm. and she's still a worker, mm. I'll manage it, her back is breaking. That is okay. where the adjustment is needed. Yes, and the adjustment may include outsourcing, the adjustment may include front-loading, mm. cooking one week ahead of time and mm. storing it all up in the freezer How and warming. six months ahead of time? Uh, six, <laughs> six months ahead. I won't endorse. <laughs> but some of the times, the interesting thing is when the people are engaging in the relationship yeah, fresh, yeah. any convenience they have, yeah. they hide it. They tuck mm. it to the back. Mm. Yeah. They feed into others' convenience so well. Mm. One to satisfy the other's expectation. Yeah. And that is sometimes the deceit. Mm. Right. That they set themselves up to. Mm. Will you call it deceit? Maybe it's not conscious. It's okay. okay. If it's conscious, then it's deceit. Okay. But if it's not, like you said, they take it at the back. Mm-hmm. No, they are so overwhelmed by the current situation yeah, okay. that yeah, they the don't love and the excitement yeah, push and into the details. The fine details. Yes. These yeah. are these the are real becomes, details of. Yeah, the deceit becomes the outcome mm. of not meeting the expectation yeah. anymore. Right. Then it is more like, oh, this is not what you said. I this is not what you told me. This is not who you are. I don't know you anymore. Mm. Is it the person I am married to? Is it, oh, what is happening? And a whole lot of things begin to happen. And sometimes, too, familiarity mm. also can trigger certain form of extending our expectation and convenient to certain boundaries that infringe on other people's boundaries. Right. Mm. For instance, when you become too familiar with the person, mm-hmm. things that you even have to appreciate and be thankful for, you will not be able to. Things that you think need... Think that is normal. Think it is normal. Or you think you deserve it. Yeah. You think this is... You're entitled. Yes, you are entitled. So it brings about, uh, what do we call it, uh, a, a kind of withdrawal mm. in the relationship unknown to the people. They may not even know what is getting them withdrawn from one another. They never know that the little, little things that they do appreciate before yeah. has now not been even considered as something that somebody is doing mm. to, 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 to be thankful for. Okay. So then, like Marie Rose said, ent- I'm entitled. So you don't even care. You don't even address it. You don't even mention it. Okay. Now let me come to Marie. On, on the food issue, from where Doc <laughs> left off, Sly so started, Doc came in and now I'm coming to you. That's for the food so, issue. Okay. Is it, is it a case, so is, is it that, okay, it's convenient for me? At what point should convenience be weighed with well-being? And at what point should convenience be weighed with Health. So, in the in the scenario of the food we are, we are example we are using, she wants to cook three months and store it, or outsource it, and then it's bought. And she says, "I'm going to travel. I'm not going to be available." So, 
uh, I've ordered a food or I've cooked in three months. Uh, warm it and eat it. <laughs> is, is it, is it, is, 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 and I, I either take it or leave it. Is it the case that there's a, a point that my convenience should end where your convenience begins? Or we must look at a thing holistically and arrive at uh, the best fit? Because it's convenient for you to cook three months or outsource it, get a person to cook, you have the money, cook and then leave it in the freezer, and then you are gone. You know that for the next three months, you are done with food. When you come home, warm your food yourself. Well, the children are old enough to do that. Warm your food. That day when you come home, warm your food, and I'm done. So I can focus on my work. Is, is there is there a balance? Is there a, a, a limit, or is no holds bad? What do you think? <laughs> I think that when it comes to food, in fact, marriage itself is a negotiation. Mm-hmm. It's an agreement. Mm. So everything must be negotiated. And in negotiation, negotiation, you do things like bargaining. And um, my little economics that I remember in bargaining, you never get exactly what you want to get to the point of bargaining. So um, a demand and then a supplier, you are bargaining. I want to sell this at this price. You want to buy it at that price. What I have in mind might not be what I would get. So at the end of the day, you bargain and get to a bargaining point. In this food matter when it comes to family, as for me personally, I always say, look, all my friends, I think almost all my friends know, those who are close to me, they know that. I'll tell you, me, there's difference between um, cooking, those who like cooking, and those who don't like cooking, not because they don't know how to cook. I always say that me, I know how to cook, but cooking is not my hobby. Because I have a sister that I think that cooking is her hobby. She can wake up in the morning, in spite of her career, very busy woman. She will cook in the morning, at dawn, morning, afternoon, evening, night. She, she was cooking everything in her home. Nothing was outsourced. Nothing was bought outside. She will make her kinky. She will make her kilole. She will make her uh, uh, salad. She will make her pastries. She will make her juices. She makes everything. She has that hobby. She likes to cook. There are people when, for me, you can, I'll tell you I don't like cooking. Or it's not my hobby. But then I realize that when I have people around me who would enjoy the food, I cook. Okay. Not necessarily for me to eat. But I just love to eat, cook when people are there to eat. But if there's nobody there to eat, I use my resource somewhere else. Okay. So it's an agreement that um, I don't think that it's worth... Uh, many years ago, I remember I had a roommate. And uh, um, she decided that, okay, we were, <laughs> we were three in a room. And then we were eating together. So we were taking turns. And this particular, whenever we got to her turn, she would do what we call the base, mm. you know. So she would do um, oil, uh, oil, palm oil base. Then, mm. then she would do the... Um, uh, cooking or watch the other one vegetable yes, yes. oil base mm. and put it down so if it is bean stew she wants to do then she wants the uh, vegetable oil she just take some cook the beans and slap it, it in, in mm. and then if this and i'm like what kind of cooking is that because i wasn't used to that kind of cooking from my home mm. you see i am a woman I, mm. I, i'm not even a man so mm. supposing i was a male and I'd married a woman <coughs> who cooks like that mm. for me i'm like no mm. it doesn't taste good okay. because if I'm cooking, um, coming f- the background I'm coming from where most of my family people were teaching uh, home science mm-hmm. and we 
TikTok recipe in my home. Mm. And you know the essence of recipe and every the part that every ingredient play in the food. Mm. And even why you have to introduce this food. There's this one time. at this time, at that time, at that time mm. to be able to, Get you know, yes. So it's a whole industry. Mm. It's a whole industry. It's a mm. whole school. Mm. So people cook. We have food and we have food. <laughs> somebody cooks and you eat and you know that I have eaten. Mm. And somebody also cooks and you eat and you know that I have filled my tummy. Okay. So those are some of the things. It, it, it is a very broad area. And for me, I, I don't think there's a problem when you, uh, the male, it is not a duty of a woman or a man. Why is it that when I'm traveling or I'm not going to be available, I have to cook three months for you? Because you can't, you, you, you can't cook for yourself. Yes, there's a, there's if a that guy can't, can't cook for himself, cook for yes, that's, they can't cook for themselves. Yes. But then there's some, you can learn it. Yeah. We get into marriage. It's an agreement. So there's some things that you don't know how to do. We learn. We learn how what, to, what, excuse what, me. What, what there are so many things we learn how what to do. What if a shadow doesn't allow him to, and he's not really. Why? He's, it, don't looking. tell me his shadow. Unless the person is not willing. You're, because you always have some kind of time when your wife is cooking or the person who knows how to cook, if the husband is cooking. Mm. I know people whose husband, whose husband taught them how to cook or they, do, they know how to do the basics, but they don't know how to eat, cook certain foods. Mm-hmm. I've gone to marry a, a, a Voltarian. Mm. I'm a fanti. Mm. I don't know how to make fetridechi. Excuse mm. me. I don't know how to do abom mm. because in my home, we are not eating abom. I am a fanti. Mm-hmm. We eat fried foods. Mm-hmm. Chichui and mm-hmm. the bakes and mm-hmm. the Salads. Mm-hmm. That is what I'm used to. So if I come debate and, and marry a man who likes abum, mm-hmm. I don't know up till now. There's some foods when I'm doing. I'm st- I, I know that I believe myself when it comes to cooking. Mm-hmm. But there's some foods I still consult. Mm-hmm. Because I think it is not my area. Okay. So I will still consult and consult and consult again and again. Fertidechi is not my area. I will always ask, even though I cook it. But I still think that... When I cook it and I compare to the original, somebody who comes from the Volta region who cooks and I compare it with mine, there's difference. Okay. So you should know where your strengths are. So no, there's nobody who can do it all and do it so perfectly. You must learn. If your wife, at least you should be able to fry egg for yourself. There's a man, there's a man who can cook, but you should be able to do basics. You fry egg, learn how to make salad. They are simple, simple things. How to toast your bread, how to make your tea, how to, porridge. you know, make porridge. Something that can keep boil, you boil, boil rice. rice. How to do so when you boil your rice and you get your fried egg, you can add ketchup to it or HP to it or shito or something, and then you are yeah, good, to go. good to go. Yes, so you should learn how to do. You should know how to peel yam. Yeah. How to peel plantain. Some recently somebody was telling me, hey, he asked somebody to peel plantain, but the way she laughed, the person peeled the plantain like he was peeling the cocoa yam. All right. You know. You didn't know that you have to cut it and then you can just peel it out. Yes. So you have to learn how to do those basic ones so that if the other person is not available to cook your fresh foods for you, you can do something to keep you. Mm. And and here I would entreat all parents that they should. Yesterday I, I watched something on TV. I, I, I can't mention the. I don't remember the pro. But I watched something on TV. They said husband material, and mm. and these guys go to a certain grill to show whether they can be husband. They will iron. They do all sorts of things to know. Let's raise our children with that in view that in future they are going to be family men or family women, and they should know how to do certain basic things. You don't expect that, yes, so me, I can't cook. So that is the end of the world. I can't cook, but I'm willing to learn. So willingness is key. Yes. Yeah. I am. That's what, that's what uh, Doc said, the adjustment. Mm. When we come together, now we adjust to each other. 
Okay. What do you bring on board? What am I bringing on board? What don't I have? What do you have? How can we put it together to make it? So sometimes maybe I'm doing all the heavy babenkwai and all that, but you two you can save me breakfast in bed. You can do some, you know, hey. some shows. Um, yes, yes, yes. yes. You oh, can, you I can, think Maria has mentioned it a number of times. Yes. Yes. it's something she cherishes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Do you give me some nice omelette and uh, and uh, toast yeah. and and tea or something on some well, oats? Well, I, I do it's, that it's, sometimes. It's, 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 well it's, done. Yes, yeah, so that when so. she's also doing yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. pounding your fresh fufu, mm. she doesn't complain because you can also do something. Yeah. But it shouldn't be that it's the woman, 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 yeah. woman. I, I think that, um, that we are in a different we, we, we world. Have to, we have to take a break now when we come back. Yeah. So, so, from what I'm picking from you, you are saying invariably that there's a need for balance and that yes. co- there's convergence yes. in our convenience. Yes. Absolutely. So our convenience cannot be absolute. No, yes. no, no. Both ways. So whether yes. it's you want to cook for three months, ask what is the health benefits when food stays in the freezer for that long, is it helpful? Or what can you also do as a spouse to support or the children they are growing or grown? What can they also do? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you can reach us with your comments, contributions and queries. On zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six via WhatsApp and Telegram, uh, we're going to take a short break and we we'll ride back. I'm in the studio with Miss Marosaki, Doctor Emmanuel Hobson, and Mr. Sylvester Segbaya, and my name is Michael Mensa. So please keep your messages coming. Let's take the break and we'll be right back. City ninety seven point three. More variety. Say 
Yeah, so this the song in the back that we just heard is a song is Undertow by Danny Gaki. Uh, now I want to talk to address the dimension of the place of culture and upbringing in in all of this convenience thing. So a man we mentioned wants to eat his food every day or wants his food fresh or wants to be saved somewhere. That's his convenience. And the wife also feels that no, I'm also hard pressed, I'm working, I'm also an income earner. My shadow is hectic, depending on the kind of job she does. How how does this all play out, and what must be the middle ground, Doc? So how does culture and what the dynamics play out? That's a very big issue, because whether we like it or not, every individual has his own or her own values, okay. and our values comes from our culture. Mm. So it goes cyclical. Culture fits into values, mm. values fit into culture. Okay. Culture feed values, values also feed cultures. Mm. Now, we may have a pattern that we follow as a culture. Okay. Then someone goes out of within that culture mm. to go and learn some new thing okay. and develop a new values. Okay. That person may come back. Mm and influence that culture okay. with the new yeah. values okay. he has adopted. Okay. So that is how culture fits into values and okay. values also fit into culture. Awesome. However, what happens most of the time is when it comes to relationship, mm. it is more of who I am and who we are mm. versus who you are and where you are coming from. Okay. Now, when we get into the relationship, the major problem we have is the in this part of our world when we are talking about the patriarchal system, yes. where men have been considered to be of certain status goals to prove to be men. Mm. And it also def- is defined by things they do, okay. the kind of disposition they take, mm. positions they take and the way they even carry themselves. That feeding that value-centeredness can be a convenience to somebody. When um, I am, the table is set for me, the man first, before the woman goes to eat. So they serve you the best part of the chicken. It gives you the best part of them. That is the convenience. Mm. Because that is how my culture Mm. makes it look like. Okay. When we wake up in the morning, yes. the woman have to greet the man. Not the man. Not the man greets the woman. Okay. Because that makes the man the head. Okay. So if that is the culture, mm. then feeding that will be the convenience of the man. Okay. What about if the woman also comes into the relationship? Mm. And in where she is coming from, like yes. Marie Rose is saying, yes. where she is coming from, it is rather the father that asks the women how you are doing. Mm. Good morning. Mm. Because in that culture, the man sees himself as being responsible by first checking up on the women, okay. how well you are doing. Because okay. you are under my keeping. So I must check on how you are feeling. Mm. So that also becomes that person's value. Okay. So you see, the various cultures yes. are being interpreted mm. 
in the way the individual see it okay and how they even interpret their convenience mm. now if social construct is what is guiding our behaviors okay. in relationship and marriage then certainly will be in a very big mess and problem mm -hmm. because as the society evolves yes our relationships evolves in that same way okay so when there are negativities with which the society is evolving into yes. then certainly that also becomes the value with which the marriage relationship also goes through okay. whether we like it or not they play roles in between just like culture fit into values value yeah. fit into culture okay. it is the same way that society can fit into the relationship mm. and its convenience mm. and the convenience of the relationship can also fit society okay. unfortunately yeah. Where the family have to feed the society with the convenience okay. is where we have the gab. Okay. When Mary Rose was saying that, the way we are even bringing up our children today, mm. are we sure that if they are to feed into society tomorrow, mm. they will be able to feed into society with the values that really, really feed into society positively okay. when we are only training the children by their convenience mm. Mm. you have daughters and you have maids mm. that do all the house chores mm. and your daughters don't do anything okay. in the house okay. and you see it as if that is the convenience because they are studying mm. they are in the boarding school mm. They are this, this. You don't want them to touch anything because they become like a jewel <laughs> in the family. Mm -hmm. They don't lift the a finger. They don't mm -hmm. lift a finger. Mm -hmm. And that is how we feel satisfied. And that is also a convenient. Okay. Where such fathers and mothers are looking at the child convenient by, not, by doing nothing, that by doing so, nothing, then it is also convenient to them. No, and, and for most of them, they were not raised that way okay. as a parent. Uh, 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 so know, that is where society now is not adjusting well. So, so, so that's why you are saying that. We are we are not the, the feedback. What's supposed to connect back, back is not coming. So we are, we are doing a negative They're feedback. Creating, exactly. So we are creating yeah. people who may not be good on the job, but that's all they are. Exactly. They can't be fit for the purpose of Ex home, marriage, love. Uh -huh. And a lot of this is also emanating from the perception that oh, I suffered too much as a young person. Mm -hmm. I don't want my children to, to suffer. suffer. It's it's a implying that uh, homework or working yeah. at home or chores is suffering. So it's suffering. It's suffering. It's not to a, that person, yeah. house chore is it's suffering. suffering. Yeah, which, which should not be the case, case, you know, because there are basic skills we must learn at home. There are exactly. trainings we must go through. One exactly. of the things that uh, Doc mentioned was, was improve. Yes. Yes. And I think the element of improve mm. must be built into the fabric of everything we do. Yes. Are, are you getting better, better. Mm. by what you do, mm. how you do it? Mm. Is it preparing you to become a better person mm. to accomplish certain things mm. at home? Not just fit for purpose. Not fit for purpose. I mean, now I think largely, sorry, you come in. It looks like largely we are focusing on the world of work. As yeah, person, and, and that's, build, and build, that's build, just one Building their competencies to get a good a school, to get a good career. Uh -huh. And that is so you get connected to a person, and the person cannot, you cannot and have you know, a home. You and do you leave. know, Mike, yes. the, 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 the most, 
the most interesting part of it is mm. all is that when you build a person to build a career mm. and character does not match it with the career, career mm. they get to fit in into career mm. world mm. and they mess it up yeah. Because, yeah. because there is no character, character to hold the career yeah. on. Yeah. It, it comes back yeah. to the yeah. element of charity begins at yeah. home yeah. Mm. so you train the person right the person has the right skills the right values and um, we cannot do without it you know learning and understanding our culture streetwise being intelligent at home being know how to relate with people so today real good companies are hiring people that have soft skills technical skills yes great but even if you don't have them you learn on the job you know but there's also how to relate to people, yes. how to talk, what yes. to say at what time, yes. when not to say anything, yes. how to make customers feel welcome, yes. how to smile just to make them buy even things they never intended to buy. Mm. You know, that ability to relate is so important. And it starts from home. Okay. You know, if you, if you grow up in an aggressive environment at home, it influences you. Yes. So you want to, you want to build the right set of home skills for want of a better word mm. you know mm. or they they the the basic tenets of life that people need to appreciate and and develop with you know must be built right from home i'm very grateful for our secondary school systems mm -hmm. if for nothing at all the boarding schools yeah. it's taught us how to live communally yeah. live together yeah. with people from different, different parts of the yeah. country different yeah. tribes etc but they also teach us how to acquire basic skills. Yeah. Whether you like weeding or not, they'll give yeah. you a flower garden yeah. to take yeah. care of. Yeah. Whether you like sweeping or not, you yeah. sweep a portion of yeah. the compound. Yeah. You sweep yeah. your dormitories. Yeah. Your bed must be dressed every morning. So you, know, right. so you know what's happening? So some people are sending their children to the schools where they are not made to do that. Well, that must... So, and, and so, and, and there pay, must be a balance. A yeah. Yeah. And fortune. And yes. And so everything is so, paid for. So, so such a person who gets married is coming in from the from her remit of convenience. So then you must have a cook, you must have a cleaner, you must have a, a butler. A butler and any and everything. Otherwise then then they can't come You, you were built for a palace then. I mean you are not the ordinary <laughs> man on the streets and that's why we always we always have the royals amongst us. Exactly. You know, there'll always be that small maybe one or two percent of society that but were born with a silver spoon in their mouths. Is that a way to go generally? No, general I I mean I am an endorser of our secondary school system mm. where you're taking through the rude and crude rudiments of life. Mm. You know, they are not a, I mean, well, all days there was bullying which I I would never endorse mm. but the essentials morning duties work in the farm i mean most schools have school farms no mm. matter how big or how small mm. you know and once in a month you all go to the school farm with the cutlass you weed around you help harvest whatever the school had those things help build make you a complete person there are some things people can do the others others cannot do we had people who are asthmatic who could not sweep the compound because of dust etc you know but everybody learns to contribute their quota to helping achieve the bigger goal so in as we are looking at convenience we must also look at how we are improving upon ourselves mm -hmm. upon our partners upon our children in terms of their contribution to life, their contribution to society, their contribution to making the home a better place. I always give the example that I do the gardening in the home. Mm -hmm. 
So before I travel, I call my son and I'm like, I don't want to come and see these flowers dying. Okay. So make sure the way I water them every morning, you you're also watering them. Okay. You must still do your homework and everything, but the flowers must not die. If they are dead, you are responsible. They must live. Yes, they must live, mm. you know. So he got into it. I mean, the last time I got back, he had done the lawn, done the mowing, everything. Because I do it myself. I don't mm. get a gardener. I have mm. my own mower. Mm. So these are things that you do as a parent. You, you teach that you model it. Mm. You teach the children mm. to do it. Mm. You know, and they may not be convenient all the time. Mm. But you must. The, the beauty of your home is convenient. It's, yes. It's, it's, yes. It's, it's, it puts life into you. It kind of yes. you get home and you are you are happy. You are home because mm. your home environment is clean. Yes. If your rooms are not unkempt, they are yeah. dirty. They on mm. clean saucepans, mm. plates everywhere. Mm. That's that's not a good environment. Yeah. And some for some people who allow their children not to learn anything, so they mm. eat, they push the plate yeah, under the bed. Yeah. They eat, they leave the plate yeah. in the kitchen uh, for the house help, help to. to yeah. They grow up go to the campuses yeah. they're the ones giving the roommates the trouble yeah, they true. they don't even know how to wash the plates mm. you know they are buying pack food and throwing pa uh, takeaway packs away that's not the real life you you cannot live on food you're buying all the time that's yeah. not how to cook man knows how to do the dishes after you're done keep the kitchen clean and tidy up and make the home healthy and nice Make it a livable environment. Mm. And these are all things we must all improve upon. You may not come in perfect. Nobody really is perfect. We learn and we must learn from each other. We must learn from other people. The good things we see in other families, you must say, oh, this is a thing we can also do in our home, mm. you know, and encourage each other to do it. It makes us just get exactly. better and creates a healthy environment for the family. Just to add to it, I'll, I'll, I'm just saying, I'm thinking that, Convenience is about juggling. Mm. Right. You know, you have to be able to juggle to make that convenience. Mm. So it's not just about um, stopping or don't, not doing anything and just be in your comfort zone, like you said mm. at, at first. But you are juggling to be able to make more time mm -hmm. for other things. Absolutely. It's not about leaving things undone. Yeah. I remember when I was growing up, when we were in school, I used to talk about, hey, we, I, I love the life of, life of convenience and leisure. And, mm. you know, I love to have my time. Okay. But that is not real life. Mm -hmm. yeah. The reality faces you and you have to deal with it. Yeah. And I remember I used to tell my friend, oh, as for me, when I grew up, oh, it's at a touch of a button. And then things are <laughs> at the touch of a button. I learned how to do things with everything. When I'm online on my bed, and I can operate things with my leg and my hand. Right. And my, every every mm. part of my body can. But okay. when you grow up, you realize that life That's is not, not like reality. that. Mm. Reality is different. Mm -hmm. You have to embrace it. Okay. You have to harness it with knowledge you have acquired mm -hmm. from home, from outside, school, all the other places. Harness it to be able to get good results out of it and still have good time for yourself. That is that is a convenience I think that we have to look at. Mm -hmm. It's not just I'm sitting there and I'm not doing anything and just uh, staying at people do everything for me. Even the royals, mm -hmm. even the royals, they are taking through grails. Right. They learn how to do things. Absolutely. Yeah, whatever they teach them to. They wouldn't. You, you, they wouldn't have gone to uh, um, uh, what do you call military training the and all Royal that. Royal Air Force, yes, etc. They, they yeah. go. They teach them the tough things of life. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. They go through everything. They know how to do it. It's just that they, they have people who wait. And all yes. 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 And all that. But then they, 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 they have the convenience that people are there to help them. Yeah. When, when, as and when. But that doesn't mean that your hand doesn't touch anything. Mm. We have to make our hands useful. But God has blessed us with hands for that. There are some people who don't want their hands to touch anything. They, don't, they, they shouldn't touch their hands. And, 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 and they are the she's who must be obeyed. So when they wake up, it's not only she's. The he's as well. <laughs> oh, there are some he's too that they don't do anything. Oh, let me start from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you know, Marie Rose will balance yes. it out quickly <laughs> for yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> because, because, see, what's happening now is that now we are vilifying the men. Mm-hmm. We are putting the men under too much pressure. We are because we are gradually bringing the women in and. The affirmative Listen action. to what you are saying. You are gradually bringing the woman. Yes. That is not even right. Yes. <laughs> we were all no, made. No, allow, no, allow me. Allow me. Allow me. I'm coming from. I'm, allow me. I'm coming from a perspective. I said because we are gradually bringing the women in mm-hmm. with the affirmative action and everything, mm-hmm. sending the girl child to school. Now the man is also being mistreated. In quote, we are not able to get a balance. We've, we are, we are string, ignored them. We, we are missing out on. End. So now the men under extreme pressure. So we are telling the men cook. We are telling the men support their wives. Mm. But uh, now the women are not even doing the basic things. And they want, if, if I cook, you wash dishes. If I do, now they are setting the rules. And I think that, like we are saying here, it is a give it's and negotiation. Yes. But It's like, balancing. We, yeah. we shouldn't get to a point where we flip from one side. You know, it's like when it comes to racism. Sometimes you say, oh, a party, oh, this. But then if you watch it carefully sometimes, we are actually opposite. Stand. Yes. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And then we are now not balanced. Yeah. We are at the other extreme. So in the bid to balance it out, we need to be fair yeah. and, 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 and measured. Let's take some measures. So the men and women should be equal. Period. I don't dispute that, but I was making a point on good girls. <laughs> My heroes. Today, today I'm making the case. You're up to some mischief. You call that have differences. Exactly. Because, 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 you see, in our bid not, not, not to accept the fact that we have different rules. We are different. Biology, we are different. So many yeah. things are different. But now we're trying to make it seem like we are all equal. How many women have died in, in Ukraine since the war started? Forgetting that, so compared forgetting to the men. that, and you know when they were evacuating, they evacuated the men, the women, and, and the children. children. Yes, they left the men. What about the beauty of diversity? You see, we forget that yes. when it comes to appreciating, we should balance. So no the convenience of each other yes, must be first be of all answer the question, the question how is our convenience becoming convenient of the marriage yeah. or to the relationship so we, have, we have to do us and not me only that's exactly. right so convergence and convenience Absolutely. yes and like, what are you bringing on board and 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 what are you bringing entertaining the inconvenience for the convenience yes right. i like what you said about the culture influencing the value and the value influencing the culture it's mm. a very strong one mm. yeah. good morning fam life thanks a lot for making time each week to teach us so much i have learned a lot that has helped me in my many ways to become helped me in many ways to become a better version of myself that's great god bless you all always and grant you grace to do more thanks a lot from sweet ajili of afianya mataiko thank you sweet ajili from mataiko at afianya good morning from life a Saturday without listening to you is like eating, eating, watching without Willie. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I like Willie. Eating, watching, power without Willie. I like Willie. For me, I think convenience in marriage and relationship is sacrifice. From mm. Sweetie and Patase. Thank you, Sweetie. 
says for her convenience is sacrifice yes i that's a very good point okay. actually it was one of the points okay. i had highlighted when okay. i was coming okay. that so sacrifice you cannot do without without when yeah. it comes to right good morning from life i got married in 2020 and it hasn't been easy i got married because i already had a son with my husband and i didn't want to have children with different men but as it stands i wish i never entered into this full of abuse and this always happens in the presence of the kids I found comfort elsewhere, and there is nothing he does that moves me now. His presence even irritates me. I want to file for a divorce, but he doesn't want to give in. We never went for counseling because he said we would do it after marriage. Little did I know he was under pressure by his parents to get married to me. Please, what do I do? Doc, please take note eh, that you can answer her, her after. You, that's all. Okay, yes. Uh, so she's gotten married to the guy because he had a child, and so... The guy that's that the pressure of marriage and she thinks that they are not connecting. And she's finding solace as it, but she says she's finding solace somewhere else. And he even his presence even irritates her. So mm. and she wants a divorce. So what can she do? So uh, so uh, do you want to respond to her now or I should go to slide and come back? Oh you can Are you done with the reading? Are you done with the comments? Yes, it's finished. Oh it's yes, finished. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh the first thing is <laughs> Marriage should not be based on because I am pregnant or because I've given birth to the person already. It is a lifelong journey. So if that journey from the beginning, I think even what happened should be a test for the two of you to know if this is even something that you both want to consider. So it should not be based on somebody pushing you or pressurizing you. There's only one thing that you don't expect anybody to impose on you or impose on you is decision in marriage. Okay. Right. It is because it comes with responsibility. Okay. And that responsibility must be borne by the individual. Many people are in toxic relationship or are in beautiful relationship or want to enter into relationship or want to get out of relationship. And they are expecting someone to tell them, stay in, come out, or come out, or stay in. That will never happen in any way. In a civil society or people that are responsible will not want to make such decisions for people. Yeah. It is a responsibility that you need to assume by yourself and be held accountable for it. So, in the first place, if she knew that it is because of the pregnancy mm -hmm. or having child with the man, mm -hmm. that is why she is forced to get married. Mm -hmm. And she also mentioned that she realized that it was the parents of the man, man who were pushing him yeah. to marry her. Yeah. That is already a very rough starting point. Mm. And as much as that is even detrimental by itself, yeah. they did not even go through any form of counseling. Yes. So it means that looking forward to failure mm -hmm. was by choice mm -hmm. by the two of them. Okay. However, at this stage that they are, yes. 
if they are all willing yes. to want to work at it mm -hmm. not just one person wanting to work at it yes. it doesn't work that way mm -hmm. if they are all willing to work at it then certainly they will have to start from the basics mm -hmm. learn to unlearn, mm. to relearn, mm. then they can work at the relationship. Mm. Awesome. To conclude on that, I want to mention that the children that we are bringing up, yes. by one to six, mm. the children are learning independence. Okay. Anything you train them to become is what they will take in their independency. Okay. And you find it very difficult to change it. Mm. By the time they are 7 to 12, mm. they are becoming social engaged people. Mm. So society begins to influence them more mm. than you, Definitely. the parents, yeah. are influencing them. Mm. And then when they are 12 to they are 13 to 18, mm. they are getting into a phase of becoming like parents, yeah. reasoning yeah. like parents. And that is even when they have a lot of challenges because they want to define themselves whether they are still children or they are now adults. Mm -hmm. And it is a very mixed-up situation. Mm -hmm. So many of the times that you see children who are confused these days. Yeah. Oh, I am in this. Mm. I am this, but find myself in this body. Mm. I am in this, mm. but this is how I feel mm. like. And all that mm. comes in between the 13 mm. and the 18. Okay. And that is why they started inducing that in them mm. between the early ages mm. before they get okay. there. Okay. So if we don't take this into consideration mm. in our parenting style, yes. then we will have various reasons mm. to just have to chew the bitter pill of not being good parents in the future. Awesome. Because the question we need to answer, all that you are spending, mm. all the it? school fees you are paying, yes. all the work you are rushing to, you mm. will do this, you will do this, mm. you build this, you get a house, mm. you get this. Mm. What are you do using it for? Mm. And believe you me, the skills we need to build in these children yes. does not cost much. Okay. Telling your children to say, thank you. Sorry. Don't be walking away when you are responding to elderly people. Yes. When I am cooking, stand by my side mm -hmm. and do this. Mm -hmm. What are you sitting in the hall just going through your phone yes. when A, B, C, D needed to be done? Mm -hmm. It is not difficult. Yeah. But yes, in our convenience, yes, we don't really. want to disturb their convenience. Yes. And we end up inconvenience, yes. our inconveniencing ourselves with our own convenience. Mercy, Lord. <laughs> like, <laughs> so now when you come to you on the bit of a sacrifice, you say you have some viewpoints. So yes, I'm, I'm that's doing, right. I'm doing a wrap-up uh, from everybody's perspective. So let me start with you. Then I come to Marie and then I come to Doug. So yes. for good balance, mm. we must always be able to trade off something and willing to to trade off something. Mm -hmm. Growing up, we were taught to give up our seats for the elderly when you're on a bus okay. or whatever public transport mm -hmm. it is. So you're a younger person, someone elderly comes on board and a person is compelled to stand in the bus. You must give up your seat so that, and it's just 
polite. It's mm. etiquette for boys and girls. Yes, and it's kindness, it's and it's actually respect for the elderly. So mm. that's what we're being taught. Mm. That demands some sacrifice. Yes. Okay, yes. you're taught to go and help somebody carrying a load. Mm. You know, so you don't see an elderly person passing by holding two heavy bags, and then you just walk past and greet. They say, "Please, ma'am, can I help you?" Um, carry this to your house and you you know we're a very small community yes. so you knew That's everybody it, it's it. not like uh, today where everybody is looking yeah. like a stranger yeah. you know so again that is sacrifice mm -hmm. probably you were going out to do something but for the next five minutes you're going to help carry um auntie's bag or a neighbor's bag mm -hmm. to her house okay in a compound house you are you, you take turns to to scrub the communal bathroom mm -hmm. there's some sacrifice in it because yeah. if you don't do it something gets missing yeah. the place becomes dirty and miserable and horrible and nobody wants to use it and everybody has a role to play so mm -hmm. it's not like it's up to you alone you know mm -hmm. and all of these i mean you clean the gutter in front of your house you weed around your camp you don't need to wait for the law, law enforcement agencies to say um operation keep the city clean before you clean zoom lion it's not necessarily zoom lion's duty to make sure your house is clean or your neighborhood is clean they're just helping dispose of the refuse you know so all of these demand sacrifice if i'm eating with my siblings and we have to share i shouldn't take the lion's portion that's greed i must even if i'm the oldest amongst them if there are three four of us I must be ready to say, well, these are younger. Let me let go so that they eat the rest of the food. And growing up, that was one of the things we were taught. That if you're eating with others, leave the rest for them, especially when they are younger than you. It's, it's teaching us to sacrifice for the good of the other. And if we all build that into our habits, our attitudes, we will eventually make society a better place so that um, everybody appreciates why it is important for us to let go of something so that others um, benefit. Ultimately, it makes the world a better place for all of us. Of course, the opposite of sacrifice is um, selfishness, of selfishness, you know, and selfishness pushes us to the other extreme, which I would not want to talk about, but it looks like a lot of people have become increasingly selfish because that's what they are seeing everywhere. Okay. We need to redefine what we must be doing, right. be willing to sacrifice willing to so that um, others will benefit, and that's for the convenience of all of us. All right. Thank you, Sly. Marie, what will be your wrapping yes. up? So what I would say is that... Um, as much as convenience is good and it makes you efficient or it makes you able to do a lot of things, you should always consider the other people around you and make sure that your convenience does not become inconvenience to others. Mm -hmm. That other people would um, appreciate your convenience and or it will even um, in total go to benefit your community, your neighborhood or even the society at large. So... Um, in all that we are doing or in all our getting, we should be able to think others. We should be able to think um, 
happiness or joy for everybody. It's not only you. Because um, um, like somebody always says that your freedom ends at the nose step of somebody. If you overstretch it a little bit, it goes into the nostrils of somebody. And, and, and you know that once your, your finger gets into that nostril, you're not going to have it easy. Mm. So you might want things, some, that kind of convenience. But that kind of convenience, if you overstretch it or it goes beyond its bound, might bring you some other negative repercussion that you might not want. So let's be mindful as we are looking for our convenient lives. It's nice to have a convenient life, but um, have it in a balance. Like um, somebody said that you want to outsource your cooking for another person who will come in to be a resource to your husband. It's convenient not to cook. And then you bring somebody else or cook uh, house help who is cooking for your husband, laying your bed, doing before you realize he's, she's become a resource to your husband. Think about it. Um, and not only that, you bring a driver to the house and then the driver is the one who's taking care of your wife and taking her everywhere and doing all those things. And before you realize the driver has become a resource to your wife. Mm. So think about it. Everything must be done in a balance such that at the end of the day, what you intend is what you are getting. Sometimes we intend getting something, but we don't really inspect it to get what we intend. We just leave it to, uh, you know, (laughs) chance that it should happen, but we should inspect it and be intentional about everything that we want to do so that. At the end of the day, we get that result. You are bringing those gadgets home for your children to have a little fun. But don't let them overuse it that they, it takes all their time that they can learn other things. You are bringing that gadget home so that life will be easy. Uh, washing machine, stuff like that. But you, sh- you should also know when you can pull some limitations so that it can help the children not become lazy. Mm-hmm. So put some rules and regulations in place for the family and ensure that. At the end of it all, we are all happy and we have happy homes. We are together. We are not being scattered by our convenience or we are not being separated by our convenience. But the convenience is rather keeping us together as one big family. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you. Like my German will say today. Doc. Yes. Your closing comments. Yeah. My closing comment is the appreciation of convenience and inconvenience. Mm. It is very important. So we can work towards our convenience, like Marie Rose said, not inconveniencing other people. Mm. Fortunately or unfortunately, the reason why we fight Mm. is because of the peace we want. Yeah. In other words, I want my peace Mm. in my terms. Mm. You want your peace in your terms. So my wanting the peace and you wanting the peace now triggers the conflict we have. So to be able to resolve it, it will have to take appreciation of my convenience and appreciation of your convenience. So we both will feed our convenience into the convenience of the relationship. If our individual conveniences are not fitting into the convenience of the relationship, then we need adjustment. On that note, I want to uh, encourage people to sign up for our conflict resolution program to help them deal with some of these intrapersonal, intrafamily, and intra-relationship conflicts and learn how to even help other people help other people to become better and have a peace 
full coexisting, both at work, at church, mm -hmm. in their various places. And this is a very wonderful field now that the world is gravitating towards because things are becoming more complex, more difficult, and conflicts are becoming more and more and more part of our society mm -hmm. and just less 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 skills to know how to handle them so this may be one of the best opportunities you can give to yourself to become skillful and even professional and be certified to be able to practice mm -hmm. so sign up for the program mm -hmm. it is very flexible we organize it for weekends mm -hmm. and on via zoom okay. so you can join the program from any part of the world where you are there and there's a number yes so, i'll mention the number thereafter then another program we are running is total well-being total well-being which looks at the various aspects of our lives mm -hmm. and how we can make it work better okay. and very soon we'll be starting with family school okay. or marriage school okay. that every week we will have just like two hours mm -hmm just to teach on marriage or relationship okay. or family life. Okay. So you can call and enroll. Okay. Then last but not the least, we are organizing together with Warrior Wives. Okay. Warrior Wives. Okay. We are organizing a program curing the bedroom boredom. Oh la la. <laughs> oh la la. My friend just came again. Oh la la. Which curing is, bedroom boredom. Yes, which is to help you understand the bliss mm. and the myth mm. of bedroom gimmicks. Okay. So that you will not just take assumption or believe in certain myths about it because it's causing a whole lot of confusion, okay. especially in Christian homes okay. where they don't know the balance between what is to be done, what is not to be done. Okay. So if you want to cure your bedroom boredom yeah. and to learn how to spice it up, yeah. then you can spice, you can get in touch. With all these programs, yeah. if you want to get in touch or be part of it, yeah. just call Zero two four four nine zero seven one nine zero zero two four four seven and zero two four four nine zero seven one nine zero zero two four four nine zero seven one nine zero in brief zero two four four ninety seventy one ninety that's a winning number. Not for lottery. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not for lottery, do. Yeah, so uh, you've heard all the wonderful things Doc has said. Do, you know, uh, at the end, I'm going to read, uh, capture in few words all the things that we've tried to discuss today. But train and improve is one of the two keywords in the word relationship that Doc said, which I'll be reiterating. So learn. Sometimes Ghanaians have noticed don't, Sometimes put value on intangibles. We like to put value so consultants and things. It's only the people who need your service who will engage you. But individuals do not would prefer tangibles when they can see. But intangibles is the soft skills that make us. So like Doc has said, make time and learn and be a better of yourself. Let me do this once and then we'll do a shout out and then we'll be wrapping up. We're also doing some training. We've run a number of them. 
so the ignite program are you single or are you cutting begin your journey of self-discovery with us in four fun-packed interactive online sessions on saturdays at 7 p.m gmt the topics covered include adaptability self-awareness effective interaction convergence closeness in friendship courtship and marriage and personal growth so if you are single you are cutting like you're saying get a friend of mine Vigo, whose birthday was on 29 says that get the answers before you see the results so some of these things are things that you can learn that will put you in a better shape to be able to engage when you are single to make the right choices and then to if you are cutting the things you have to like work on or do to be a better of yourself because there's always room for more so that's the one for the singles that's the ignite program for the singles and for those who are married yours is on sundays so that's also weekly on sundays at 7 p.m gmt so there are eight practical lessons delivered in four to eight sessions of weekly engagements enhance your communication convergence companionship and connection with your spouse increase your self-awareness enhance your personal growth improve your adaptability enhance your awareness of your spouse and so much more and they are all online programs and all those who have participated so far with the feedback they have given us has been awesome because when you get to internalize it then you get to be a better of yourself so for that you can whatsapp or call 020-813-6943 today we are giving you special numbers so 020-813-6943 for a third time 020-813-6943 either for the ignite one for singles and those courting or the ignite one that happens on sundays for married couples and i'm telling you You'll be a better for it. Um, let me do this quickly, and then we can take a full shout out from my wonderful people here. In wrapping up what we've said, so many things, I want us to go with the words that Doc gave us, sliced and told us that we should seek not just our well being, but seek also the well being of others, and that our convenience should not only inconvenience others, but also should be mutual in benefit. Now, Marie said that. For us to be efficient, we need to access some of these values and some of these appliances and some of these resources. But we must balance it and weigh the options. Like she said in her closing remark, don't outsource something that will be a resource for the negativity of the family. But always weigh it and balance it and get the best outcome. Now, Doc said that for relationship, which is key for our convenience, we have to readjust for the R, we have to engage for the E, we have to be willing to learn for the L, we have to show acceptance for the A, we have to train, train yourself, train your children. Like Sly said, let them do house chores and all. And you have to be intimate for the I, you have to be open. Disclosure is key in transparency for the O. So be open, now be non-judgmental. Sometimes we are so adversarial in our engagements as spouses or as family members and if you grow up in an aggressive environment it has a negative taint on you so let's learn to be non-judgmental for the end let's learn to be selfless which is for the s and let's learn to be helpful for the h let's learn to improve and that's the key word the training and improve because that's key and then let's realize that we are partners 
and that spells the word relationship. So re readjust, engage, learn, accept, train, intimacy, openness, non-judgmental posture, selfless, selflessness, helpfulness, improvement, and partnership. I want to give a big shout out to Jojo Bediaku, the adjutant, and to jo Julius and all those wonderful guys, and to all of you, Akofa, and all the rest of the family who keep listening to us every day and every Saturday. We are grateful, and the feedback you give us. Do have a wonderful day. And Marie has some shout out to do, then we'll just be signing out. I will do yes. so. Oh, okay. So, Marie, today, and then slide. Yes. Yeah, today I want to shout out to my two wonderful ladies i call jane i call my sweeter and nelly nelly darling all of ghana export promotion authority you are such wonderful ladies and you always listen to the program and give me feedback god bless you have a wonderful day and you know so we'll connect on the other, other side enjoy your weekend yeah all right all right somehow june has june it's packed with very wonderful people, and um, I have a few of my colleagues. Um, belated happy birthday to Mrs. Abba Bafu Wilmots. Mm -hmm. um, I think she clocked like 76 this wow. year. Wow. Um, Honorable Kwame Gakbe, um, MP for Keta. Mm -hmm. um, Otubia, Mrs. Otubia Akrofi, uh, happy Pani. Reda, Vivian, these are my colleagues in the office. And Nanaya Ophel, you celebrated your birthday last week. Nanaya is a good old time friend. God bless all of you. Happy, happy birthday. May your years ahead be excellent. All right. Thank you. And that wonderful note, we want to thank you for listening to us. I've been in the studio with Mrs. Mariosaki. Shut up. Oh, oh, okay, doc, please be quick. We have a few seconds. Okay, shout out to all our listeners okay. and our cherished people that give us feedback on the program, okay. that keep us going. My family, my shout out to Dinah, who has been very supportive. And I want to shout out to Mrs. Chapman, who have just celebrated her birthday. And we say, Mavik, happy birthday. And to all your children, we say we love you and we appreciate what God is doing in your life and through your lives. God bless you all. All right. Thank you. So I've been with you, Mrs. Marosaki, Dr. Emmanuel Hobson, and Mr. Sylvester Segbaya. We have been able to produce by Philip Nilati and Nashika Caesar with technical support from Okla Danso. My name is Michael Mensah. Stay tuned for the big issue and enjoy everything city. Have a lovely weekend and a lovely new month. Thank you. <laughs>